trying to get crazy with this scene. Don't you know I'm loco? loco? <laughs> Welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk all sports, fantasy, and real. I am Brian Baines. He is Clintus Maximus, and it is Friday, holiday weekend style. Woo! May 27th, episode number 522. Are you ready to camp? It's Friday. Who's ready? Who's coming with me to a wonderful <laughs> weekend? Come on. Come on out great. to the woods. Well... Uh, that sounds creepy, but no. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you can come out to the lake. How about that? To the lake. It's going to be fun. What it's, are you doing? Uh, I'm going to work, and, and I'm going to relax. Just going to work tomorrow, and then I get Sunday and Monday off. So I'm going nice. to kind of just catch up on some of the rest and relaxation. I've got a million uh, recorded shows and i guess kind of recorded yeah. i don't know it's mostly just streamed nowadays so yeah i don't right. know if i don't know if it's even recorded i can just watch it when i watch <laughs> you have stuff it, right? to watch <laughs> i got nice. stuff to watch you have beers to drink what are you what are you drinking uh yeah i might have a couple beers couple somewhere beers. mixed in there yeah what kind of know. beer it's a, it's a holiday I, I think i've got a little i don't know the, the purple can of sun river brewing beer in my refrigerator i don't it's a hazy is that the point we've gotten to where there's so many fancy names oh yeah it's a it's a purple can man (laughs) right (laughs) i realized this yesterday when uh charles and squatch were talking about this and i thought man i know like three names of beers but i know like 40 cans yeah at least there's so many different styles and it's the name gets lost it's hard to keep up and i like to i'm i i don't really get locked into one thing i like to experiment and try some different things out and so i rarely buy the same thing twice so then that that makes it even more complicated the only thing that i buy consistently uh that is nice and refreshing and consistent would be you know i i like to have a couple coronas sitting around in the fridge uh with a you know slice of lime uh, you know, that would be a, a consistent go-to, but, uh, you know, I can get tired of that too. I like also like something with a little more flavor, a little more IPA-ish. Um, well, know, summertime like make, is mix, made for Corona. It, it is. It really is. It really um, is. I don't like those Corona yeah. commercials with uh, Tony Romo during football season because I'm like, <laughs> That's not the time for that. No, like, why wasn't I, I'm out like, of I'm out of Corona mode now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, let's do hot chocolate or it's like time to get know. a little heavier. It's time to get a little heavier beer going right now. Right? Isn't that funny? I know it's like yeah. our hibernation mode. Yeah, it's like we want it light and fun during the summer, but then in the winter it's like heavier and warmer. <laughs> so, are you packing the cooler? Or are you just gonna count on debris? care of all the refreshments uh no actually i am coming i'm showing up in my sweatpants and tank top <laughs> and i hope he has blankets and pillows everything <laughs> and hot dogs and... <laughs> i'm just kidding no we've got everything yeah we're taking everything out we're gonna load up the rv today um gotta get the fishing licenses taken care of this morning and um yeah we got basically just gonna throw everything in the rv and go this afternoon it's gonna be great 
Uh, the fishing license, that's uh, one way in which my life has drastically changed in my adulthood versus my young adulthood, where, uh, you know, we, we looked forward to opening day of fishing season here in Oregon and always had our fishing license at the beginning of the year. And we were set and ready to go for the entire year. Now, yeah, <laughs> it's more of uh, should I buy a one day pass or should right. I, you know, because there are so few opportunities that we actually go out and do that. Uh, same thing with uh, when I make it to the coast. Uh, if I happen to hit a Newport and hang with uh, my good buddy Paul down there, sometimes I have to go out and purchase a crabbing license. And, right. You know, right. that was just a, in, in my younger days was just a given. You just had. Well, for one thing, you didn't have to have a crabbing license when when I was younger. Yeah, uh, but uh, it makes yeah, you wonder, huh? You just uh, it was locked in and loaded, and you you got full use out of it uh, out right. of your fishing license and all that. And then there was a salmon tag and all of these different things yeah. that I used to get. And I, it's honestly probably been fifteen to twenty years since I bought a salmon tag, which is wow. not good. That's not good. I, I enjoy a good a good day of salmon fishing. Um, yeah, but just haven't uh, haven't really had the opportunity, or haven't taken the opportunity to. Right, see, there to, it is. To, there to it is. You it. haven't made the opportunity. You're letting life yeah. slip by. Come yep. on, don't get caught yep. up working. S- saving it for retirement. Oh yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> That's what it is. Then when you're retired, you'll be like, I just want to sit here and watch more shows. So. I don't want. I don't want to. That's a that's a lot of work to go out I there fishing. Salmon, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, the store and buy it. <laughs> it's funny to think this because I mean, if ever there was a time that uh, you needed to, you know, go hunting for or fishing for food, uh, there will be no buying of a license. You know, and so yeah. it's fascinating yeah. for me to think that in you know whatever. I don't know, in the olden times or whatever, you have Lewis and Clark, there was no thought of licensing or anything like that. But for some reason now, every ounce of grabbing money from people is kind of the thing. Yep. Yep. And that makes it tough. And I think that deters people from doing some things that they'd maybe do, you know, especially with their kids. And the cost definitely has become more and more prohibitive uh, as time has gone by, too, where you know, I think a fishing license once upon a time was a couple bucks. And right. Now it's probably, I don't know, even know what it is. Probably 20, I want to find out. 20, 20, 25 <laughs> bucks or something like that, maybe. Right. Yeah. Probably. You know, I hope not more than that. It, it's got to be around that because I wouldn't have ever considered a day pass instead of a season pass if it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, if there wasn't sort, some sort of a cost uh, yeah an analysis that goes into that i know and you have to sit there and think well i mean what is it five bucks for a day maybe but then you're like well if i get all the gear out and get it all ready and get some worms or whatever i'm getting i may as well go a few times yeah you know exactly yeah isn't that funny how we we cost analyze everything yeah. or we should we should we I should think. yeah i mean yeah that's probably probably makes sense uh yeah Speaking of cost analysis, I was reading, uh, for those of you that don't subscribe to The Athletic, I got to tell you, uh, I remember the days of Sports Illustrated, you know, it would come out every, I think it was every two weeks or something like that, or, um, and you would wait for your Sports Illustrated and, and you'd yep. get it and it'd be five stories or so, five or six stories in, in, a, in an issue. And The Athletic, by the way, on the, online is, it has like five or six new good stories a day. Wow. Uh, that's yeah, crazy. It's, and it's, it's good, fresh stuff. They have 
you know, they have the advantage of, uh, of the internet, right? They can, right, have, of course. they can have writers everywhere yeah. and just pay them by the story or whatever. You don't actually have to, uh, you, they don't have to have a staff per se, you know, they right. just have people that write for the athletic. And, and so uh, for a buck a month, uh, not a sponsor by the way, uh, but for a buck not a yet. month for the first six months, you can uh, get a subscription to this. And I think it's like five bucks a month or something after that, but uh, oh. just uh, good stories. But there was a, a story that caught my eye this morning as I was putting together notes, uh, Rawlings baseballs, right? So there we go. Uh, yeah. they broke it down. They go through about 115 baseballs per game. They're owned by MLB, right? Oh, you spoiled yes. my fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm spoiled sorry. the end of the story. I'm sorry. Uh, so I was uh, trying um, to figure out if that was the company or not. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and a day yesterday, 11 games, right? Okay. 11 games on the docket. They went through, uh, you know, at this rate, 1,265 balls. Wow. Wow. Why? That's uh, every, crazy. every time, every time the ball hits the ground, basically they bring in a new one, right? <laughs> That's so stupid. Right? Why is it like this? Very, very wasteful. Uh, there are 2,340 games per year, not counting the preseason and the postseason. Oh, here we go. Yep. Okay. <laughs> 279,450 baseballs per year. Do you know what a Rawlings baseball costs right now? Thirteen dollars. The, the kind that they use in a major league baseball. Twenty nine dollars. Twenty four ninety five. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Seven right. million dollars a year MLB spends on baseballs. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you want to know how to save some money, make some money, give some better uh, people some some better income? Here's an idea: use a baseball till it goes in the stands. Hmm. <laughs> Novel that. I wonder what they could cut down Good by. Lord. If, oh my if goodness. They, if they only. Threw I'd say away about 200,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> baseball. So, so getting to the point of my story, uh, baseball yep. co owns Rawlings. Right? right. So, so they have to be getting a better deal than 24.95, but that's the, you know, what yeah. they consider to be the retail price of a baseball. Just, uh, you know, wait, do you know stories like conspiracy theory in this? No. Okay, so there's real there's real theory in this, and there's kind of proof to back it up in some ways. If you look on the internet, of course, you can find all sorts of good things. Oh yeah. But since baseball bought baseballs, <laughs> um, they 2008, say 2018 is when this happened. Apparently, I wasn't aware of it. But now you've been seeing for years. If a ball goes in the stands, they come and get that ball from you and hand you a different ball. You know I this, have right? not seen that. Okay, this is how it works. So here's the fascinating part. If you start watching the baseball, you see how many times they'll, like, chuck a ball out for, to a player, and the player will toss that ball into the stands. So there are balls that the players use that they say for certain games are corked and balls that the players have for certain games that are dead, Okay. So baseball controls, in a way, the outcome of the game. And again, this is a conspiracy theory. This is, this is not me coming up with this madness. But that baseball now, since they own the building of the baseballs, they can control which baseballs are hotter or heavier or whatever. Uh-huh. And so this is all a weird, weird, weird deal when you start watching baseballs. Because you think, hey, a guy hits a ball out into the outfield, he'd chuck it into the stands. When I was a kid in the 90s, that's what they do. 
They just chuck that ball up in the stands if it was the third out, you know? Yeah. And you've seen some guys do it on two outs, by the way. That's fun. Um, <laughs> but, with, a guy, with the guy on base. Yeah, yeah, way. exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> happened. But, but really, yeah, check into this. It's kind of fascinating because, yeah, there are certain times where the ball goes and there's people that have said, hey, I've got this ball and this ball's funky. There's something different about it and blah, blah, blah. And who knows? It's very interesting uh, in, thing. in the in the game that I recent I can tell you for a fact in the game that I recently went to there is not an exchange of balls uh, to the guy that's throwing the ball into the stand so right uh, the outfield like say the outfielder tosses the ball over there there was no exchange of uh, I, I mean I clearly watched time really? and time okay. again guy guy just chuck catches, it into the stands. Guy catches ball and he flips ball into the stands or guys now was that in. a warm-up ball that they were throwing with at the beginning it, or was it, that a it, hit it, ball? It, it, no it appeared to be the guy okay uh, you know I wasn't I would I would have to go back in time and, and make sure that I was watching it very carefully but the guy right. that caught the ball runs in tosses the ball into the stands and uh yeah. So what they do, and, and we could and we could ask we could ask Tang on this one as far as right. the exchange of ball, because he just got his first foul ball uh, two days after we were there. He went back nice. for the Minnesota Twins and Oakland A's on Monday on that Monday and got uh, a foul ball. Very cool. And theoretically, now this is just what I've read is that the attendants come and switch you out the ball. Now here's where <laughs> it is tricky, and what I've seen millions of times and i always thought it was weird but i never thought too deeply into it when the guy's running in from the outfield okay like jogging back into the dugout someone yeah. from the dugout throws a ball out to him that he catches two balls are in his glove and he throws the one into the stands okay so, that's it's so, very so, fast so here's so yeah but here's what i think is happening there right yeah, yeah. uh and and same goes for often the first baseman I believe is in charge of this right right yeah. they throw them a ball so they have one for warm ups in the next inning could be it could be right yeah so I don't I know that's just what's an going on there but, yeah 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 but there's de- there's I mean it, there's definitely stuff going on with the ball we know that yeah. uh, we yeah. know there's the heavier ball the lighter ball um, they you know, they they will switch this randomly in the middle right. of the season when things aren't going the way they want it to go <laughs> in terms of too more too many home runs or not enough home runs right, right. we know absolutely no it's no so uh, conspiracy theory about it they are definitely messing uh with the baseball so there's no right. I, I don't think there anyone <laughs> i don't think mlb would even fight you on that one that they they'll say you know the, the balls aren't consistent <laughs> yeah they juice the balls a little bit it is interesting to watch now here's the thing i just remembered as we're talking about this uh i own in my possession i have half of a broken wooden bat from a minor league game okay ah, nice. from when i was a kid um it was when the bend rockies were a affiliate a minor league uh-huh. baseball team and i believe the guy's name was larry sutton if that's right, I think was his name. He was a minor leaguer. I don't know why I have that name with it. It might, might've been someone else, but I thought that was his bat that broke. And I grabbed this bat. It came flying out toward the circle and I reached over the fence and grabbed it. And I have this bat and it's weird because the end of the bat, this guy was a monster home run hitter. Okay. And this was about that time. Albert Pujols got, or not Albert Pujols, Albert Bell got in trouble for corking his bat. Uh huh. And the end of this bat, has a much lighter wood than the rest of the bat. Like if you look at the very end of the barrel, like the top uh-huh. down, 
it has a much lighter dead center. And I've always wondered, like, is this cork somehow? Like, do they yeah, refill that, it is, and sand yeah, it down? Is that, uh, <laughs> is that a legit bat? Does it have right. to be? Does it have to be one piece of wood? Is that in the rules? Or right, because they, they take all bats. If anything goes they, in the stands or people get, they take it and give you an oh, autographed yeah. one. Right. So I always wonder. Inspect it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I always yeah. wonder about that. I don't know. It's fascinating because I think this is needed. I think sports is needed to have some control, but I also think that it's. It's fascinating from a fan's perspective if you don't realize these things are happening. Just like everyone got all up in arms about Deflate Gate, right? The footballs. Yeah. yeah. But then you come to find out, like, oh no, this is a thing. They do the same thing in football. Some are heavier, some are lighter, some are more inflated. But theoretically, they're all supposed to be the supposed same. Supposed to be the same. Just but... like NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So dumb. But so that's dumb, but, for you. Yeah, and that was just uh, one story that caught my eye. Another story that caught that my eye, non-sports related, and, and this is just – I'll send this out as a memo to all parents. Uh, one, one way to not deal with the gun violence we've uh, recently encountered uh, in the school is not to send your kid to school with a gun. Yeah, well, that's uh, totally many, horrible. The, the number of arrests yesterday uh, and the day before were up by you know a million percent of kids that were arrested at school for bringing a gun to protect themselves. There you go. That'll happen, huh? This is, this is not, yeah. I mean, it, it seems logical enough, right? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll protect ourselves by just having our own gun. But that uh -huh. is not the answer, people. No. <laughs> and, I, and I think you probably would agree with, a, you know, with a high schooler. You probably don't want more guns right. uh, rolling into that high school uh you know, no, I as, definitely a, as a means of protection. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's, it's fascinating because, you know, I've always said this, like I have my concealed weapons permit. I carry, I have always said this, I can do a lot more damage with a baseball bat than I can a gun. I promise you that. And that's the scarier part to me is that we think that guns like cause all this damage and they do, we see these, these things, but if someone were to break into your house, you're going to be a lot more effective with a baseball bat in the dark than you probably yep. than you are with yeah. a gun. Yeah. Because if you think about how small a bullet is and how you actually have to be a decent aim and have the right weapon for that sort of protection and, and, situation. And be calm and collected in a right. really and not stressful half situation. <laughs> right, not half asleep, no, crazy. Yeah. But, but that is like a thing that, you know, there's people in the world that use knives and they use sticks and rocks and all these crazy things. Um, it it's just a thing where I think schools literally need armed guards is what I would think. And lockdowns like you probably yesterday uh, are going through a whole new regime of lockdowns like Obsidian is yeah. um, a whole new yeah. thing of what of, doors lot, are locked. And... A lot of email. Yeah. A lot of emails flying around, uh, you know, yeah. making Bridgeview, sure you can't to... go outside. Now you yeah. cannot go outside. It will be locked. You can't get in unless you call the office. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. All right. Yeah. And, and and fun, funny you would mention that because do you know what I have in my office? Uh, a baseball wait, bat. <laughs> wait, yeah, waiting waiting for that that exact situation is yeah. I I have a baseball bat in my yeah. office uh, that you know can be disguised as a baseball bat. That's yeah, the great what do thing you know? Is uh, you know it just looks like a baseball bat. That's that that's what it is. And yeah. you know if that you know. God forbid Lord, if that Lord, ever came. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't ever want to have to use it in that way, but if right. that situation ever came about, that's that's how I am prepared to deal with it. Um, yeah. I like my... my idea of you bring something metal to school, you get zapped. I like that idea. Yeah. You come in the door, you just walk in the door. If you have metal, zapped. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Take that back. 
It won't even let you in. It's just a wall of zapping. <laughs> it's a zap wall. That's what we call it. Patent, yeah. patent pending, of yeah. course. Yeah. So memo to parents. Yeah, <laughs> check don't your kids, send your check your kid's backpack before you, they leave today. And that is and, interesting. Uh, I mean, that is a super. I mean, I, that's so far outside of what I would think, but it makes total sense to it me. It does. It's very reactionary. It's very, um, in a way, it makes sense, right? You know, right. In terms yeah, of... it totally makes sense if you're like fight evil with evil. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But but it doesn't actually make sense because then you're the kid getting in trouble now and you're the kid looking like the villain now and all this other stuff. Well, and not to mention all the other bad things that could happen as a result of, yeah. you know, because, you know, they're teenagers and, you know, they think yeah. things happen that, that that weapon could get in the wrong hands. And it, it just, exactly. It's, just, it, it, it's again, throwing more of something at a problem. Yes. But we're not, gonna, <laughs> we're not going to have a controversial show today though. We're not, we're no, going to no. not, we're not, not a not lot of gonna... reaction. I think abides, <laughs> abides did some fact checking for us yesterday, which was great. Um, yeah. But, but not a lot of other reactions to the show. So either nobody listened or, uh, it's totally you know. fine. <laughs> Let's yeah. let that yeah. lie. Yeah. That's we'll, just, we'll just move. Uh, there was controversy in a, a hockey game last night. First Uh-oh. of all, Car- Carolina wins at home three to one over the Rangers. They are now up three to two. And then we had the night, the, the late game, Edmonton at Calgary. Oh, shenanigans uh, about to begin, Ed, Ed, all because Ed, of your logo. See? Edmonton wins 5-4 to four in overtime on a Connor McDavid uh, little wrister. Uh, Here we go. Across the middle. Uh, but that was not the controversy. The controversy happened with about five and a half game when uh, a, a shot went on goal, uh, to went on Edmonton's goal. Uh, Ricochet comes off. Uh, Blake Coleman comes skating in to try to knock the puck in and actually catches it with his skate. Okay. Knocks the the puck in the goal. Uh, okay. Is rule is ruled a goal on the ice. Now so is a kick. You cannot <laughs> you cannot purposely kick the puck into the net and have uh, it count as a legal goal, but accidentally it's yeah funny. accidentally and we know we know uh, everybody knows that it wasn't accidental even even if you don't make it if you try to make it look accidental right that it's not really accidental because the ultimate goal is to get that puck in in the goal right right? so he did and there was there was clearly no not a kicking motion right it was more of a a, A he was he was well he was coming into the goal and he was stopping and you know how uh skaters stop right they have sideways right you know sideways stop and and it the puck caught the inside of his left skate and uh, you know, went in probably would have gone in had he not kicked it. That's really awesome that sounding. Yeah, I'd like so, to see this. Uh, so then they uh, disallowed it. What? That, that 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 would have put Calgary up five to four at that point with five minutes left in the game. They disallowed it. Game goes to overtime, and then Connor McDavid ends the series on oh a wrister across the middle. Yeah. So, so Calgary fans are angry. Calgary fans are not very happy, and it was uh, the announcers agreed that it probably should have been a goal. That, you know, right. we went through all this, and then you got to the post game, and then they were kind of, eh, you know, wow. there was a little bit of a flick. There wasn't a flick. I'm sorry, I've watched it a million right. times, right? And there was not a flick of his foot. It it really did. He just skated into it. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, you exactly. can tell a kick a kick from just stopping now. Now, was his intention for that puck to go in? Yes, absolutely. We, right. we can't 
you know, we would not argue that because he's a hockey player and he's smart enough to know that if the puck goes in the goal, that's good for my team. And right. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that happens. But did he kick it? No, right. I, I. And that's not a possible kicking motion like that. So, I mean, your knee doesn't work that way. I've tried to teach not, yeah, soccer kids this it, a million exactly. times. Exactly. You can tell when somebody's kicking something, right? right. I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious. Toe forward usually. Yep. But if it goes yep. off the inside of your foot and you're stopping, I don't know. That's yep. so silly. It was tricky. It was what tricky. other kicks do we have? Don't we have some other weird kicks? We have some football kicks. We have some baseball kicks, Oh, yeah, don't definitely we? the fumble that gets kicked forward or whatever, the, you know, the holy roller. <laughs> right, right. The, the, the play that I cried for like two days after when <laughs> I was seven or eight years old and watch, watching the Raiders uh, cheat their way to a victory over the Chargers. Weird, yeah. What do you know? Yeah. And then to have a rule uh, instituted the, the following season to, uh, you know, to ban that exact behavior of right. kicking a ball from the – 20 yard line all the way into the end zone and landing on it. <laughs> yeah. And then there's have, always that have it be a tackle. game winning touchdown, right? Yeah. And the, I mean, there's that like guy going through the center, the, the D tackle will put his leg out or whatever trip or running back while he's being blocked. That one's uh -huh. one we see quite a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel there's some other, there's some other famous kicks that have happened maybe in basketball. Maybe there's been some kicks. I know there's one I'm not remembering, but has I bet happened. there's, I'll bet there's some in soccer maybe yeah soccer so lame <laughs> we were we were at lunch the other day with uh, my home fries and vegas baby and everyone and uh soccer was on one of the tvs and while we were having lunch there were just people on the ground they were just on the ground the whole time <laughs> no one was actually playing soccer and it was this like it was like i don't know seattle versus tampa or whatever it was one of these like you know national soccer so mls things, whatever it is yeah 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 I hate, I absolutely, you don't even understand how I feel about soccer, but, uh, this was like exactly the problem with soccer, like quit crying and lying on the ground and acting like you got hurt. Like, why don't you just play the game? I get there's injuries, but it can't be every three kicks. Nope. It would blow, blows me away. Just how these guys act. So be out there, be tough. Come on. Pretty funny. Rugby NBA, guys are laughing in, in, at them. NBA Golden State finishes off the oh, Mavericks, uh, one twenty to one ten. Clay Thompson eight for sixteen from three point land, a yeah. total of thirty two points uh, to wrap that one up. So Dallas now will wait to see who they will meet in, or sorry, uh, Golden State will wait to see who they meet in in the championship. Yeah, can you imagine? This is Steph Curry's first Western Conference Finals MVP. How is this true? Oh wow, I didn't even yeah, I, didn't I know. Even like that's I guess not KD possible, right? Court. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what they said was his first Western Conference Finals he, MVP. They they had some uh, some championships before <laughs> yeah, before been Durant got there, right? I know, but it's always been like you know Draymond killing it through the final or through the Western or Conference Clay got hot for a Clay, few games yeah. or yeah, um, or some random guy. I mean, KD was there for a minute, you know, but Steph that's Curry. Wild. Steph Curry is legendary. I mean, this it, this is a thing that I can't wait to watch the finals. I hope it's on ABC so I can get to see it. Um, Could be. It, this yeah. is just one of those things. Like this is worth watching Steph Curry play or play basketball. It's it's out of this world how he plays the game and how much he moves. If you try to watch him, you will be able to see him. He's the only guy running constantly on the floor. So it's 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 a amazing style of basketball it's a, basically a non-touch basketball he plays a don't touch me i'm not going to touch you kind of basketball 
He's a great defender. He's a great player. I was going to say, he plays, he plays good defense. It's he not does. Like he's, he's amazing, man. Not, for not, his not size. like he's not trying, right? He's Right. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's amazing. Just, That's the plays, whole problem. <laughs> plays a different, different style. Yeah. Yeah, and he does, they just have this team that just feels unbeatable. They have the talent. I think that Celtics and Warriors will be an amazing series. And so I that's, that's what, what and I'm I think calling. that's what we're going to get. So yeah, Celtics are at home tonight against the Heat. I'm going to predict that they don't finish it off just because Nice, the, yeah, the, there you go. Nobody nobody at home has done very well in this series and <laughs> so you know, weird. the NBA's got to do something to get a seven game 7 going here, but yeah, the, yeah. the Celtics should take care of it tonight and then we should to. be looking at the finals starting. And they'll probably I'm guessing the finals are probably scheduled to start like Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday of next week or something. Yeah. They usually give them a little bit of a break and get ready to go. And they are a full series ahead of the NHL, so they can take their time and you know, yeah. work their way so through this. I'm, yes. I'm excited for the finals. I mean, I I really uh, – I don't know. I enjoy watching Golden State. It's a totally different style of basketball. Yeah. I mean, yeah. actually, basketball over the like last five years since they started doing this thing has changed the game. It's not as much drive and get fouled all day thing it's yeah. actually the perimeter shots all day thing so it's kind of yep. fun find the open guy move the ball and uh score, score exactly lots. score they score like, score they like to do that you know who didn't score a contract yesterday no oh he's a former quarterback from the oh. 49ers okay. yeah no they said, the work, they, they said the workout went great um but yeah. I don't know what I'm not no sure contract. what the Raiders' motivation is here. Anyway, they already they already traded for Jared Stidham, right? Oh yes, that's to, right. To bring him over from the Patriots, you know, Josh McDaniels probably wanted his guy or whatever. So, yeah, the motivation behind you know, the workout. Yeah. I, I now know. let me ask you this: What do you think about this? We've we've heard for years Josh McDaniels is going to be the heir apparent for the the Patriots. What yeah. do you think about him as a coach and as an offensive coordinator coming from the Bilicek family of winning? How do you think this is going to, like, be for the Raiders? How do you think this is going to change how the Raiders play style? How, how did it go for the Broncos? Yeah, Because we, we've already been through this, right? Right, poorly. Yeah, I don't know. But, I, I, the, just because you coached with Belichick doesn't – it has not – guaranteed anyone anything has anyone really been super successful coming out of Belichick's shadow wasn't Sean McVay or am I thinking someone else was that Tony Dungy I forget darn it believe McVay came from the Belichick tree I don't think Belichick has a tree does he I think he's just a single seed (laughs) it's a stump I like that we can go that (laughs) Belichick's coaching stump yeah. Has zero leaves. Zero, <laughs> zero no leaves, limbs. No branches, no leaves. Right. No. <laughs> no success. Hey, no success. There no, we go. Oh, yeah, not at all. Yeah. But Josh no. McDaniels, I mean, is he going to run? He's five about as exciting guys? as a stump, right? He is. He, well, okay. he's pretty entertaining with how ridiculously yeah. Yeah. non entertaining he is. He's got a shtick, right? Yeah, he does. He does, which is kind of fun. But yeah. I just keep thinking is McDaniels just going to run, 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 ball control defense? Or is he going to be like, no, I've got my own style. Is he going to come yeah. up with something I'm, new? I'm like the offensive day? guy, right? Yeah. Right. And he's got, he's got the weapons there to do it. Uh, one, one thing that I heard that was kind of funny is he had to answer the question of, 
you know, with, with Kaepernick coming in and, and doing the tryout and all that and, and had to answer the question, is is Derek Carr your guy? Like, oh my really? <laughs> yeah, you just give him this, 30, 40 this is million. Not, yeah, this is not, this bringing in of Kaepernick is not to compete for the starting <laughs> job. Come on, yeah. people. This it's is Derek not... Carr's gig. I, it has to be. It has to be. Derek Carr uh, has, has all but proved yeah. himself. I really interesting. I, I'm really interested in seeing what the Raiders are going to be like this year because yeah. that is the one team that can make the AFC West interesting or be a complete letdown because if they're not good and they get run out of town by all the other AFC West teams, that's going to be really, really shocking to everyone. It's going to be anticlimactic too. Very right. Cause we're ready for, for, well, four let's, great do, teams. let's do the math, right? <laughs> if it's four teams and they each played each other twice, they're each going right? to win one. So that's six games per team. So that's 24 games that are just going to be knockdown, drag out battles, yeah, right? Yeah, they should be. Yeah. But so. if the Raiders' offensive game plan isn't working and McDaniels is some guru and he flops, the problem here will be that they'll be 0-8 in conference um, and they'll beat the Jets and they'll beat the Carolina Panthers or whatever. And this whole McDaniels thing will be like, uh, hmm, do we rethink yeah. this? And and can you imagine the carnage that would lie around that? Because yeah. if McDaniels goes down and this team's not successful, uh, who else pays the price? Derek Carr pays the price. Devontae Probably. Adams pays the price. Hunter yeah. Renfro, all, Darren Waller, all these stars, right? right. They also right. get labeled as failures because you know they had they had the pieces, they had it all there and right. ready to go, um, and they couldn't make it work. So so everybody, and I think they're I think, setting Jacobs would, up for this. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Jacobs. I mean, Jacobs is already being set up. It yeah. seems weird. Yeah. And why? He's been pretty good. Really. <laughs> He's been when very you, good. He's done what you, they've asked when, him. When you look at the stats, it it's there. Right? He hasn't gotten in trouble, has he? Hasn't gotten in trouble. He's been reasonably healthy. I mean, he's had a couple little nicks and dings here and there. Had some weird, yeah. you know, some weird stuff. I guess that you know, I'm I'm playing. I'm not playing. That right. there was that whole thing, but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, but he's been good. Yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of strange, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I don't know. So I'm interested in the McDaniel's thing. I really am because it's something that we're gonna forget about. We're gonna forget about all the stuff in the past. How McDaniel's is all like supposed to be all this great coach, and he was gonna be a Patriots coach and all this. Somehow he gets away because this dream job at the Raiders. By the way, is that a dream job? Yeah. You got Mark Davis breathing down your neck about everything, and with I, that haircut. <laughs> I I think that, you know, for him, the writing was on the wall, right? Yeah. Belichick's never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This guy will die uh, as a Patriot, uh, you know, in 25 years. Um, I'm going to be old and gray before I get a chance to run this team. I'm going to go take right. whatever whatever I can get for myself at this point because, uh, you know, yeah, he's been waiting <laughs> yeah. a long, a oh, long wow. time. And, and he's been very successful. He has a few yeah. rings. And very patient. Yeah, and what has he done, though? That's what we need to see. Yep, so. we, we're going to see in a few months. And who's the Broncos coach again? Uh, that would be... Oh, see? The, oh, they brought in the offensive coordinator from the Green Bay Packers. He's in the Andy Reid tree. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that guy has a tree. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's where McVay came from. 
I don't know. We'll get fact yeah, checked on could this. Be, uh, yeah, I don't know. Thanks, yeah. Abides. Appreciate Abides, it thanks. in advance. <laughs> right on. Where'd McVeigh come from? It's so All easy. Right. <laughs> you you've got some coolers to load. You've got uh, dude. It's gonna be know, great. Yeah, trailer, get after trailer it. to hook up, and uh, you got You guys uh, grabbing the girls and going straight to the lake. Yep, that's yep. the plan. We're gonna be parked out by the lake, eighty miles from Santa Fe. If you don't know the song, you gotta look it up. Okay, I, mean, I hope you're not driving eighty miles from Santa Fe because that's yeah, you're, gonna, you're gonna be spending your weekend <laughs> driving, not camping. <laughs> no, it's it's easy. Yeah, no, I'm already I'm already in my mind eighty miles from Santa Fe. So. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to be parked out by the lake. I don't know what we're going to do, but I didn't bring the PlayStation, so that's a good step in the right hey, direction. Hey, all right. Yeah, so well, I'm going to... Embracing the outdoors. Yeah, I'm going to have to step out in the dirt. I don't and know the, what and the weather And the weather is uh, in fine Oregon Memorial uh-huh. Day fashion. Yeah. It has turned to crap again. Yep. I, don't think, I don't think it's going to be awful, but it's not going to be the 80-degree days that we've had uh, yeah. last couple, so... No, it's not going to be amazing, unfortunately. Yeah, Isn't that that's, funny? It is so consistent. It's amazing on Tuesday so, and Wednesday. So consistent. <laughs> and it's supposed to be on Tuesday next week. It's supposed to yeah. clear out and be 70 again. So. I think our weekends are on the wrong days. We need to switch uh, it around. It's all jacked up. we gotta, <laughs> we got we got to start taking uh, Wednesday, Thursday off. And then, yes. Uh, yeah, just do that. I like that. Well, hey, you know what? I wish everyone a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Remember why we're doing this and uh, celebrating uh, the memories of fallen fallen uh, soldiers, right? Is that Memorial Day? Right? Yes, yeah, so Memorial Day. I was and Veterans Day, too. they're kind of the Vet- same. So Veterans Day is more celebrating every everyone and every everyone that's ever served and everyone that's serving right now, right? And then Memorial oh, yes. Day is, is celebrating those that gave up their li- gave their lives. There in, we go. Uh, protecting and serving uh, our country so i kind of do that i think i mean yeah (laughs) exactly i think they're a little bit interchangeable but i'm sure uh kahuna could uh could give us a little uh input on this one too in terms of what what exactly each one um represents but i believe i believe it one's for the fallen uh warriors and the others for all 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 members of our military um so there you go. Not just, so we can not just military, but like Coast Guard and like everybody that serves the country in some yeah. way. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So we appreciate those guys and we want everyone to have a safe, by the way, number yes. one Memorial Day safe. weekend. Don't drink eight beers and bet your friends you can jump over the bonfire. Okay. No one should die on Memorial Day. <laughs> DeBrook, did you hear program. that? I'm. That's why I'm going. I'm going to hold him back. You know, exactly. That's why I'm going. You better not be placing that bet. That's the I do have twenty dollars cash. <laughs> I know. I know when to use it. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, right. have, we'll have a great, have a great time. Uh, we'll talk to you on Tuesday because we're not doing right. anything on Monday. That's for sure. And we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of the holiday. So for the fantasy blink, I am the commission. He is Quintus Maximus. We're about to have a great weekend, Woo-hoo! and I hope you do too. We are over and out. See ya.